You're listening to Real Health with me, Carl Henry, in association with Activia. Activia offers a range of yogurts that help support a healthy gut. Your gut is where it all begins. This is an Irish independent podcast. Leia Healthcare, looking after you always. Proud sponsors of Real Health with Carl Henry. Hello and welcome to Real Health with me, Carl Henry in association with Leia Healthcare. He's one of the most recognisable faces on our TV screens, but Dahi O'Shea's career has spanned much more than the silver screen and the glamour of the Rose of Trilly. I'm very happy that he's joining me today as my guest for this week's Life Lessons episode. Dahi, a very big welcome to the show. How's it going? Thank you very much. It's great to be here. The silver screen and the glamour of Trilly, Dahi, huh? How's life? Listen, life is great. Do you know, we missed the Rose of Trilly so much for two years, and then it came back in August. And I was a small bit apprehensive going, do you know what? Things have things changed so much in different ways during COVID, and you're thinking, okay, what's, what's it going to be like now? Is there going to be the same appetite for it? So thankfully... There were more people out in the streets. The town of Tralee had a great season altogether. And the viewing figures for us were uh, sky high again, particularly on the Tuesday. So listen, we were delighted to be back and we're going into 2023 with the same gusto. How do you handle the nerves of that? I always watch it and think, and I've met you a couple of times, and, you know, I, I, presenting on, you know, on your normal day job is one thing, but the Rose of Tralee is such a big stage and a huge audience. How do you psych yourself up and deal with the pressure of it? Well, I, like say, for example, like say, would, would I be nervous? I'm not too sure. Apprehensive, yes. And I think there's a big difference between between being apprehensive and being nervous. I think if you're if you're being nervous and at at a, at a show like that, it can distract from what you're supposed to be doing. Like you're apprehensive because the roses have put a load into it. Uh, all the all the production team have put a lot of time into this. I put a, I put a lot of time into it myself. So you want everything to go well for people. But my mantra, like I walk out and stays there, Carol, and this is with my hand in my heart. Like I'm the least important person inside in the dome. <laughs> and that is the way I go out there. And you walk out on stage and there, there are two and a half thousand people in such great form because everybody wants everybody else to do well. And there's no sense of competition really until you're announcing the winner uh, late on Tuesday night. So you go into it like that. It's like winning streak. But you're not giving them money, but you're giving them a load of happiness. And that's the way I go into it every year. And TV wasn't always your career. Let's chat about some of the other jobs that you've had over the course of the years and then how you got into television as well. Mm yeah do you know what like say if you, if you go back far enough when i was in school i was a butcher i, I gave about uh, f- around four years inside a butcher counter and then i went on uh, working on ferry boats in and out of the blasket islands uh while i was in college and when i was just finishing college in mary i uh, i'd been out in the blasket islands for the summer working on uh the boats there and then i i happened to be speaking to somebody uh, on the pier one day he was part of a film crew and he said you know what they're looking for people to do the weather on TG Car and I'm thinking yeah and and they said well do you know would you think of doing it and I said I said what do you mean like if you asked me would I go to the moon or be on TV I said you know I probably have a better chance of going to the moon the way things are going so I never ever um, wanted or looked uh, to be on TV it's something I fell into I, I went up then the following week to meet the people in TG Car and I said actually this is actually all right it's not too difficult at all long story short I gave a year and a bit part-time with them as at the same time I was teaching and then after about a year and a bit I've never worked since, Carol. <laughs> That's what they say when you find a job that you love, isn't it? That you, you, you never work a day in your life when you do something that you love. 
Yeah, it's, it's as simple as that. And say, for example, some people, one person said to me before, oh, you talk for a living. I said, no, I listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yourself, Carl, from, from, from doing all the media stuff that you've been doing down through the years as well. Listening is the most important thing. And yeah. follow and the it, conversation. That's it. It's as simple as that. And it's often one of the hardest things to do, you know, for, even for people listening in who may watch you on telly or, or see mm-hmm. other people. That listening skill is a very difficult skill to hone in many respects. Yeah, but it's the nicest one, though, Carl, when you, when, once you get a handle on it. Like, say, for example, just that slight pause between you and the person you're chatting to. And then you go off, you go again. Like, say, all those, all those techniques that come naturally after a while. And that's when you start to enjoy it, I think. And from the sense of the jobs that you did before and, you know, the job that you do now, people are a very important part of your life. You love the conversation between people, whether it be on the, you know, heading out to the Blaskets on television, yeah. the Rosa truly on the main, on the stage when you're chatting to the Roses, that you're a people person and you connect with people. Yeah, 100%. I'd say, like say, it's all about people and their stories. Like people ask me, what, what does it take to become a, a TV presenter or tv host well like if you don't like people first of all you've no business being there empathy is another one and back to the roads it's really think you're the least important person there it's about your guest and like i think if you have those three things uh, i might be after saving you four years in college <laughs> um what's the heart so it all sounds very glossy and lovely so far um when we do these kind of episodes we always ask people you know Talk us through the tough parts of your career when things didn't go your way and didn't go necessarily as you may have wanted them to or worked out. And how do you bounce back from that? Well, like, um, I suppose, like I said, there's a hard slog. In the beginning, it's a hard slog. And like I say, it's like people like say Love Island started this week. It's a show that I don't watch. Like, But these people <laughs> would be thrown onto TV last week, right? And all of a sudden, they're famous. So the faster you become famous, the faster it will go away from you as well. So the hard part, I think, for anyone starting out is that building up slowly. Like I remember going up and down to Kerry for gigs for £100 years ago and end up sleeping inside in the car because you can't afford a place to, you can't afford a, a hotel. But we all did it like, we all, we all did these things just to move on and to get, and to get a gig and to get, get you on to the next gig as well. But all that hard work, piles onto where you get now like but people ask me am i at the top of my game not a hope in hell like i'm still on the way up like because i think if you start telling people you're at the top of your game there's only one way you can go from the top like and that's down <laughs> and i and that, you know it's a really good aspect of that which is that you have to put in the hard yards yeah. don't you no matter what your career or what your job is or where you wanted your job to go you've got to put in the graft and the hard yards at the beginning and like that we've all done listen i remember years ago in the gym we'd be scrubbing toilets and scrubbing showers and drains i'm an expert drain cleaner if anybody needs drain (laughs) cleaning um but you have that's what you have to do and that takes a couple it takes time to build up to where you want to get to i think maybe on a societal level we've lost that a little bit that people wanted almost instantaneously Yeah, I'm definitely with you on that one. Like, but like I said, the harder it is to get to place, the more you'll appreciate it, I think, and the more you'll hold on to it. But also, the more you'll have the life skills to deal with things when they're when it's thrown at you. Like I said, these people who become famous overnight, like I say, they wouldn't have the tools to deal with what's coming down the road in one sense. Whereas they're kind of the the old dog for the long road. Like he. he he or she'll be able to handle themselves and what comes at them. And, you know, that's a very, very important thing as well, Carol. It's just like you with fitness. Like, you don't go into the gym the first day and uh, and, and run the legs off yourself because you're going to hurt yourself. Like, you know, and it's, it's, the, it's the step by step when it comes to fitness. And it's the same thing when it comes to uh, 
other approaches in life and jobs and people are, are the exact same thing. And, you know, is it taking the opportunities that come your way and just saying, yes, you know, like you would have done initially, say, to go for that audition, that even though you mightn't think, God, I can't, you know, I'm never going to get that or it's yeah. never going to work out. But it's the ability to, to say, I'm going to go for it. And yeah. even if it doesn't work out, that it's OK. But like you, you, you have to go into it with a mindset going, geez, this is a bit of fun or, or this is just different. I'm not too sure you go into it saying unless you it's like anything else carol if you it's, it's like something if you really want something i'm not too sure if you're ever going to get it but if something excites you something different be it on tv or being a teacher or being a lecturer or being uh, a nurse anything if it excites you like say for example if you're a nurse and if it excites you to go into midwifery for example give it a go uh, and and if it happens, that's even better again. But like, don't ever let yourself down by by not giving it a go. You have to give it a go because you just have to push yourself a small bit. And don't look if you don't get it. Don't look at it as rejection. Look at it in the frame of mind that hang on a second here. I actually went for this. And that, that there's a lot to be said for that. That you have faith in yourself to be able to do things like that. And have you always had that faith in yourself or, or that sense of optimism for, for, for life? Yeah, the, yeah, I probably would. And then, like I said, there are things I went for that I knew I wouldn't get. And, uh, but that was all right, too. But I, kind of, I was curious enough to see what the whole process was about uh, as well and would have had that as an excuse in my back pocket to save a bit of face as well, because we all have to save face, you know. Our uh, listeners will be emailing me if I don't ask you, what, what, can you tell us what they were or some of those were, because they'll be all dying to know. Um, uh, Probably jobs when I, when, when I was younger, going for teaching jobs that I, I really hadn't, like say, for example, like they're looking for a full-time, say, Irish teacher and uh, inside one of the big schools and all of a sudden, like you're only straight out of Maria, you're not going to get the gig like. You're just you not going to. to. You're just not going to get. <laughs> you need to work your way up to get to that to that position, like you know. And uh, but I I kind of went along with the ride just to see what it was like. Maybe for what would happen down the road. See if I had to to take a few tools with me for the job later on. But I think that's a good thing to do. The first ever t- TV audition I went for, it was like that. I was never going to get it. Like I was just yeah. about two years. Too, I was way too young. I'm never going to get it. But I went for it. And actually, when Operation Transformation came up, I'd already been through an audition once. Yeah. So I kinda, I, I, I'd kind of been through that process and it made mm-hmm. me a little bit less nervous second time around. So I think there is something in that in terms yeah. of, you know. 100%. You know, 100%. Just, just going and, for it. Yeah, just going for it. And having the, having the stones to go for it as well is a good thing. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And tell us about your relationship with Maura. You guys have great crack uh, working together. Fun. Yeah, we've good fun. Uh, I have Sinead Kennedy Monday and Tuesday and I have Maura Wednesday, Thursday and Friday. Uh, Sinead came on board around three years ago. So it's, do you know what? Having two presenters with you, the week goes a lot faster. And uh, it, it's good. Like like we do two and, a, two and a quarter hours of TV every day. And uh, we, I think we, like we really shook the show up a few years ago during the pandemic where life was just very, very serious. And we wanted to create a place that was just fun. And it was a nice place to be that wasn't the news, that you could just have a bit of a laugh and a bit of an escape. And thankfully, uh, we got a lot more viewers during the pandemic and we've held on to them uh, since then as well. So things are going very well. People are delighted. And uh, you can just really feel there's just a really nice buzz. But listen, we're doing it for 11 years, Carol. We want to be getting it right now. <laughs> That's for sure. Folks, you're listening to Real Health with me, Carl Henry, in association with Leia Health. We're having a lovely life lessons chat with Dahi Yoshe. Dahi, um, last year's Rose of Tralee, my 
my wife was watching and thinking, yeah. God, he looks great. He's been at, he's been going to the gym or he's been doing yeah. something. He looks so well in his tux. You do look after your, your, your health, don't you? Yeah, I certainly do. And uh, say, I always, I, I never did uh, New Year resolutions or, or Lent. I always kind of started minding myself coming up to the roads of Tralee. So I was always in good form for that. Then I'd missed it for two years and the gyms were closed. So I started training, I'd say, last April for the gig in August, where I was going to the gym two or three times a week, minding what I was after eating. I was after getting a scare as well that my cholesterol was high. So I decided to do something about that, uh, chatting to the doctor, because I, I'd go to the doctor getting all my bloods done and waiting for the pat in the back saying, fair play to die, they're all all right. And I'd go on my merry way with the peace of mind that there was nothing wrong. So anyway, cholesterol was high, so I needed to do something about it. So the doctor said, listen, take a better call in the morning and see how you get on. So I did that and we got it under control. So that along with uh, going to the gym twice, twice or three times a week, plenty of water and you know what you're in better form you're sleeping better you're pooping better you're doing everything better you're in better form and you've more energy so then right see what happens to me around january february I, i'm inside in the car a lot i start getting tired i start pulling in to, to get diesel and so on and so forth but for 2023 carol i'm refusing to do that so i'm keeping hey, hey. all year round. i'm down two stone as of last summer and i'm still down the same two stones so i'm very proud of myself amazing and yeah, yeah and it's tough though isn't it like in terms of a the good thing is that you go and get a checkup you get the advice of a doctor yeah. which is great but also balancing that for the long term in terms of family work travel yeah. like you're like myself you commute a lot you know that's that's it's difficult isn't it it is it's very very difficult like say people i think it's how we view success carol right people view success with how many likes their instagram post gets right my version of success is how much time off I have. That's they're my riches. So again, for twenty twenty three, uh, I've put these blocks in place during the year that nothing can touch them. I didn't get away last year for a holiday. Reed and Ogie got away, all right. But just the way, say, I took on shows when the, when we didn't have rows of Tralee for two years. Then everything came back last summer, so everything was piled up on top of each other. But um, I did stay in a good frame of mind, though, because I was minding myself. Uh, but for 2023, I have these blocks in place now. No matter what you're coming at with me, don't want to hear it, it's time off. So th that's my version of success for 2023. And, you know, by getting yourself in shape and losing that two stone, yeah. that's kind of, you know, pushing out to go and work with the likes of Benicol, who you're working with, yeah. to help other people and to say to other people, go get checked, go take the advice of the doctor. Don't put yes. it off because by getting checked is when you know what you need to do. Well, and, that, and that's the thing. For example, unless you, unless you get checked, you won't know if there's an issue there. And the good thing about it is that if there's an issue there, you can do something about it. You can't do something about something that you don't know that is there. We're talking about taking one step. Do one step, lads, for a healthier heart. Lads, we've only one heart. That's the way I look at it. But um, I, that's all feeding into my mantra for 2023. And uh, and I'll probably chat, you know, Carol, in September and October. And I'm confident I'll be in the same frame of mind. So learning to say no is a, is a, big, t is a big challenge for you now for this year. It's putting those blocks of time in place, yeah. creating that work-life balance and saying no to things where you'd normally say yes. Yeah, do you know what? In the beginning, I was kind of frightened because I work for myself. Uh, I'm not a, I'm not a, a staff member in, in RTE, uh, so I'm a, I'm a sole trader. So as a sole trader, as you'll know, you know you'll take all those gigs coming in just in case they dry up. And lots of people listening and watching this, Carol, will know exactly what I'm talking about. 
But you know what? You, st <clears throat> you still have to have faith in yourself. And unless you put in those blocks to mind yourself, you mightn't be able to go and do the work. So you have to take care of yourself. It is so important. Like, I'm, I'm going to be 47 years of age in June. That's only three years away from 50. <laughs> Jesus. I was 41 last week. It made me feel very old. I won't lie to you. But you look like 40. <laughs> that's the problem. You still have all that lovely black hair on the top of your head. Mine's gone great. There's, nice there's a nice bit of gel in it. There's a nice bit of gel in it. <laughs> Come here to me. With, with, with the time off and creating it now, so that's important. You're, you're recharging the batteries. What do you do in the time off? Oh, geez, do you know what? There's nothing nicer than closing the front gates and just be kicking the football with the young fellow out in the garden, cutting the lawn, cutting back the hedges. I have some lovely fruit in the garden. Uh, taking what, We have a lovely uh, mountain called the Sleeve Octi Mountains right next to where we live. We were very close to Tour Ballylee. Myself and the boy up the mountain with the tours for the afternoon. And do you know what? It is just the nicest time ever. And that's one thing I learned during COVID when we, when we weren't doing any of these gigs or anything. Where, hang on a second. Yeah, this is what it's all about. Like, Okay, so it's fine. It's very much finding your thing. It's finding what you really want and yeah. then prioritizing that. And for you, it, it is that downtime. I get the, cut, the hedge cutting thing. I get that. Yeah. And I'm out mowing the lawn. Absolutely. There's nothing more pleasurable than yeah. grass. It's great. Um, so I suppose for people listening, it is that, isn't it? It's creating that time for yourself and, and prioritizing that time for yourself. And even when it can be tough, you'll reap the rewards of it, as will everyone around you. Yeah, 100%. And you know what? There are afternoons that you just want to lie on the couch. And that is fine, too. Like, you don't have to explain yourself to anyone. This whole people judging other people. And another thing for 2023, I'm keeping negative people as far away from me as possible. Just go, go away with all your negativity and all your negative thoughts and try to bring me down and pushing your problems on top of me. I don't want to hear it. And you know what? I think that's a good thing to do as well. And just don't, you can tell them to, you know. And do you ever get overwhelmed by everything? So, you, you know, you could, particularly with the, you know, the, the, the TV work that you do and the promo on mm. just work from a work perspective. Ah, uh, no. Uh, like, I, like say, I'm at a stage now where I, where I only do the stuff that I really want to do. The, the 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 day where I kind of have to do a lot of it is gone. I, no, uh, I'd be asked to do different campaigns and I'd turn them down on the basis that I genuinely couldn't come on here to talk to you about something that I didn't know a whole lot about or that didn't concern me and I'd, I'd be totally bluffing. So, no, I picked the I picked the ones what I want to do with the Today Show. We do 170 shows a year. Uh, Rose of Tralee. Is that many? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Rose of Tralee is there. Do a show. Uh, I do on three series for TG Carden as well during the summer, but we block all them together. Their shows are like doing, I believe in the Irish language. I believe in having fun with the Irish language. So, yeah, I do the stuff with TG Carden. So, I only do stuff that I enjoy doing. And when you're doing stuff that you enjoy doing, do you know what? It just takes... It just takes that kind of sting out of it as well. No, it might be always like this, but it's like this at the moment, and we're living in the now. I tell you, I'm unmotivated myself after listening to that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, this is why we love catching up with people, because people are really interesting. And often uh, when we do lessons of life episodes like this, we get to see a side of people that people don't get uh, yeah. And it's refreshing, and it, it's been great to catch up with you. I really enjoyed it. So, look, we will see you on, or she will see you at the, on the Rose of Trinity. The very best of luck with everything. It's been brilliant chatting to you. Folks, that is it for another episode of Real Health with me, Carl Henry, in association with Leia Healthcare. You know where we are, at Carl Henry PT on Instagram, realhealth at independent.ie. If you've liked what you listened to, don't forget to rate and review every single rating, and every single review helps. And we'll see you next week for more Real Health. Slong a foe. Leia Healthcare, looking after you always. Pride sponsors of Real Health with Carl Henry.